Welcome, welcome to the Morning Buzz. I'm glad to have you all here. My name is Beth. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. I'm coming to you all the way from Pennsylvania. It is very, very, very cold up this way this morning. Uh, It's been colder, I'm sure, but for this Texas girl, it is pretty cold. Uh, We were actually down to about 7 degrees the other morning, Um, and for me, that's pretty stinking cold. Um, I grew up in South Texas, and the coldest it had ever been for me was probably uh, low 20s, so it was really, really, really really cold. Um, I grew up on a border town. Um, in South Texas, where we swam on Christmas Day most of the time and ate tamales. And all of my Texas people can relate. Uh, shout out to Delia's tamales, probably the best tamales in the world. Um, to me, anyway. And um, living up here um, in the north has been pretty hard. There's not a whole lot of Mexican food. And so I cook a lot. I'm not the best cook. Um, but I do like to cook and, um, so I, I make a lot of homemade tacos up here so we can at least eat some Mexican food. Uh, one of the brands that uh, is up here in the North that we can get our hands on is Goya. And, uh, if you're not a supporter of Goya Mexican food, uh, I do encourage you to support Goya Mexican products. Um, they are on a mission to feed, um, homeless and people in the needy and to stop uh, sex trafficking and um, if you can go on their website and look at the mission that they support um, they are doing an amazing thing I actually uh, saw what they are supporting the other day and they are they're doing some amazing stuff right now so go to goya.com and check out what they're supporting it's pretty awesome Um, anyway my name is Beth and I'm encroaching on 40 and I'm I am proud to say I have one gray hair. I thought I had more and I was actually pretty proud of my others and realized that it was my dog's hair. Uh, She's got gray hair and I thought that it was gray hair for me and it wasn't an accomplishment for me. It was my dog's hair laying on my head and my husband quickly called that out. So, oh, po-po, it wasn't my hair, it was my dog's hair. Um, My husband does turn 40 this year and I'm trying to think of some fun things to do for his birthday. Uh, He is an active duty service member in the United States Air Force, and so I honor him and his years of service to the Air Force. Uh, We have four kids together. Uh, We are a blended family. Uh, My kids are Colton, Bailey, Adeline, and Brienne, and um, I am so thankful to God every single day for those little kiddos. Uh, They are amazing children, and they all have been gifted so many amazing talents from God. Um, They're smart. They're funny. um, They really really will be something amazing someday. My, um, My youngest is pretty sparkly, pretty glitz and glamoury. Um, she just loves to play dress up and play dolls and, um, she's finding little things about herself that she loves. Uh, Adeline, our middle daughter, uh, she is hardcore into jujitsu and, um, she could probably take someone three times her size down to the mat and she's a pipsqueak. So she is on fire. Uh, our oldest daughter, Bailey, uh, she is absolutely completely 
and totally dead set on becoming a veterinarian. And she already is studying books of medicine that were written in 1919. And, you know, they always say God puts in you what you will become when you are grown and when you are an adult. And I didn't really understand that until I saw um, this in Bailey and and really in Adeline too because of their their desire at such a young age to become and to fight for what they desire to become later and uh, both of them are such little fire powerhouses and, and their minds are so alive and I don't know what Brie will become but I I'm sure it will be something very sparkly um our oldest Colton he is amazingly intelligent um his mind is is beautiful and alive and aware and I love everything about him um give him a book and it'll be read in two days and um he graduates high school this year and I don't know what his plans are yet I know that he does want to go to college but there's no telling where he'll go or what he'll become and we're leaving that solely up to him and the Lord so uh good luck to him and his life so I'm sure he'll let us know what his next steps will be as we uh, work on that with him and his life. Um, I am a hairdresser. I have been a hairdresser for the better part of 20 years. Um, I just recently let my license go. Um, I have a um, strong desire to see what the Lord is going to do in our life in the next chapter. I don't think that we will be in Pennsylvania always. Um, I am believing that God will uh, move us back to the south, but you never know. Um, I have always done hair since I was little. My dolls had amazing hair. Um, like I said, I do believe that God puts in you as a child what your heart's desires will be as an adult. And whether you nurture that and grow that uh, or it changes, um, I didn't see that to fruition in my life. Um, I actually uh, recently had a family member pass away and she was 99 years old. And I do not know if um, many of us have been able to see a family member live their life to fruition like that. But 99 is an incredible an incredible life to live and I am thankful for her time on this earth and when I was little I was actually at her house and my dad always tells the story of me I was probably five years old jumping up and down on her bed in my pajamas and he says that he walked in the room and he could have sworn it was Benny Hinn because I was preaching uh, jumping on the bed in her bedroom and I was all by myself preaching to the wall. And um, I believe that we have a desire in our heart from a young age to get out what God puts in us. And um, inside of our spirit, I believe that we have a desire to share what God puts in us. And for me, I know that the struggle is real, but so is God. And so today, that is what uh, the title of my podcast is going to be, is The Struggle is Real, But So is God. And uh, we're going to go to uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 3. 
If you guys want to turn with me, uh, you will find that I am a major note taker. I love to take notes. I have spiral upon spiral upon spiral of uh, pastors and speakers and women and men of the faith that I have gone to hear and listen to on podcasts and YouTube. And they have struck something inside of me that has given me a reason to take note and to follow. And the reason that I say to take notes is because I believe that it is important that whatever you hear, you go back and you read and you discover and you indulge and you go deeper and you strive to become more knowledgeable for yourself. And it is important that you search these things out on your own because you could hear something that you know major parents in the faith have have heard and learned and been studying these things for you know years and years and years but you maybe as a new christian maybe as somebody that's not even a christian maybe you're an atheist and you've stumbled across this podcast and you're saying hey i believe in science that's okay but maybe you hearing this makes you want to go buy a bible and maybe you want to turn to first corinthians 3 and maybe you just want to kind of see what this is all about so that's why we take notes and that's why we're able to go back and search this out on our own. So today we're going to turn to 1 Corinthians 3, and I'm going to dissect verse 9, okay? And it says, but as it is written in the scripture, and this is a beginning quote, no one has ever seen this, and no one has ever heard about it. No one has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who loved him. But God has shown us these things through the Spirit. And it's, we're going to stop right there for just a minute, okay? And in a minute, we're going to go over to Isaiah in just one second. But I just want us to kind of resonate on this for a second. No eye has seen this and no one has ever heard about it. No one has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who loved him. So, yes, the struggle is real. Yes, the struggle is real. Yes, I am totally right there with everybody. So let me just stop right there and kind of do like a like a little reverse thing, okay? Have you ever been there like it's all over your head? Like you are sinking to the bottom, Okay, and you are looking at all of your situation like it is way, way, way bigger than you. I have a 10 year old daughter that is way, way, way bigger than me. And every single day, it is a constant battle in my house about doing her hair. Okay, Lord, save me. And yes, the struggle is real. It is real. And I am waiting for the day of redemption in my house when she decides she doesn't have to wear her hair half up, half down with no bumps. So let me tell you, no eye has seen and no ear has heard and no one has ever imagined (laughs) what God has prepared for those who love him. Because every day I know that the struggle is real, but so is God. And what we sow into our children, 
what we are faithfully sowing into our kids when we show up for them, when we are there for them, when we constantly show them that we love them and we still put their hair up half down, God bless her. And I try to make sure those bumps aren't there. Now I don't let her sass me and I tell her that I love her, but she can't be sassy, but we show up for them. Even in the struggle, I know that my eyes have not seen and my ears have not heard and my eyes cannot imagine the place that God has prepared for me because I love him. And they will God will God will show those things to us. Now, say, you know, we're really going through something intense. Say we lose a loved one, like what just happened in our family. Yes, the struggle is real. But then we flip it around. Guess what? No eyes have seen what her eyes are seeing. And no one has ever imagined what she is getting to live out in her spirit body. The place that God has prepared for her in heaven, her earthly place that she is getting to enjoy and be a part of right now in heaven. So the struggle for us is real down here because we're not getting to be with her, but so is God. And she is there in heaven with the father and her sister and her husband and everyone in heaven that she's getting to be with. Now, we don't receive the spirit of this world We receive the spirit that comes from God. So when we are born, we automatically, God breathed life into us when we were born. So we are born of the spirit. We are born of God. The problem is, is that we're also born fleshly beings, right? So that's how come my child that is 10 years old is fleshly and decides to be sassy. Now, It is important as a parent for me that I am teaching her and I'm reprimanding her and I'm helping her learn that if she doesn't, she's going to lose her iPad. She's going to have to stand in the corner or she's going to have to lose her television or she's not going to get to go anywhere. I mean, these are the things that I have to teach her that her flesh like being is going to have to have construction built around it, you know, or we're going to have to reconstruct, you know, her ability to be, you know, earthly so that she can have a Christ-like mind. So it is very important that while the struggle is real, so is God. So let's move over real quick. If you've got your Bible, we're going to kind of just tab it off here. If you've got a way to kind of hold your spot, go on over to Isaiah 64. Just a second. We're going to go over here to Isaiah 64, verse 4. And we're going to see what Isaiah 64 verse 4 says. From long ago, no one has ever heard of a God like you. No one has ever seen a God besides you who helps the people who trust you. Now, I'm thankful for that because I need help. I need help every single day. I need help. I mean, I start praying in the kitchen and my daughter kind of looks at me like I'm crazy. But Lord, I start saying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Especially whenever I have stuff going on. The other day, I had bacon going in the pan. And this was first thing in the morning before school. So we get up around 5.45, 6. And 
my daughter's pretty faithful. This this daughter I'm talking about, she's pretty faithful. She gets up on her own, and I'm very proud of her at 6 o'clock. And she gets dressed, and she does all this stuff. Then she walks into me, into the kitchen to me, with her rubber band. Now, as soon as I see the ponytail holder and the brush coming, I know I better start praying because here it goes. And I have bacon going in my pan, and here she comes with her ponytail and her rubber band, I mean her rubber band and her brush. And I have to turn away from the bacon. Well, all of a sudden... I get tied up in this and here she goes because it's not done right and you know we're about to have you know World War 75 in the middle of the kitchen and the bacon starts getting really hot and starts smoking and my one daughter's panicking saying it's smoking it's getting hot and I've got this one over here going you know mom I've got a bump in my hair and you know and I I see my husband come walking from the back and he's about to tackle the bacon and I'm taking the other one in the living room and I stumped my toe on the coffee table and I felt like I was about to, you know, yell obscenities in the living room that are not Christ-like and, you know, well, Lord help us. The struggle is real, but so is God. And then we realize everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Because it's funny in those moments that we realize if we could just take a deep breath and start laughing and realize that it is a struggle and that it's in those struggles that form our children, that form our household, that form our babies, that are growing into young women. And when our husband sees us start laughing and he sees us taking that time and that second to say, Lord, help us. And instead of falling apart and becoming angry, that we can find laughter in those moments and we have to throw out the bacon and everybody's going to eat a piece of toast in the morning with jam instead of this big extravagant bacon and letting this big extravagant breakfast and letting God just meet us where we're at in the morning and not expecting more of ourselves than we're able to give. It's okay. And our children learn that we are mommies. We are where we are. The struggle is real, but so is God. And no one has ever seen a God besides you who helps the people who trust you. So this morning, I just wanted to come to you guys, kind of let you know a little bit about myself, let you know a little bit about my chaotic life, my crazy mornings, trying to get my kids off to school, my 10-year-old that thinks she's 35, my little bitty, our life is pretty stressed out, pretty stretched out, having a military husband, having kids live all over the place, trying to get back to Texas. This is a story about my life. And the struggle is real, but so is God. So as we follow along this journey together with a great cup of coffee and my life's journey, if you'd like to follow along, there's going to be a lot of bumpy road ahead. Nice knowing ya.